Sean Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea, on a bittersweet day in the Valley of the Sun. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, winning your fantasy football league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you with the edge you need in fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, just like Alex and I talking Cardinals. Vinny's talking fantasy, and in your team, it never fails. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Football. Get geared up for your draft. Bo Brock here. Give me a follow on Twitter at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. Alex Clancy here at Clancy's Corner. And the day after the Phoenix Suns, their incredible run ends in the NBA Finals. Ran into an absolute buzzsaw on Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak. 50 points in a decisive game six. You know, good for Giannis. Good for the Suns after just 10 years of futility it's got uh, it's got the valley pumped up. It's got the sports fans itching for what's next. And Alex, what's next? Cardinals football, baby. That's so here's the thing. And Bo and I have discussed this. Okay, we are going to give a six day moratorium on pubbing the Arizona Cardinals season. Okay, feel like the Suns deserve it. Feel like it's it wouldn't do any sort of you know positive. It wouldn't have any sort of positivity meandering throughout the valley if we jumped on it too quickly the body's not cold yet you know it's, well, it's not, yeah i mean it's it's and th- this gives us time to collect our thoughts bo is one of the better social media minds that locked on has to offer he is going to come up with an epic welcome to arizona Cardinals season tweet on monday of next week but listen we have to give the suns their due and the bucks their due i'll tell you what Put some damn respect on Chris Middleton. Put some respect on Drew Holiday. Like basketball fans have known about Chris Middleton for the last four or five years because he was one of the budding stars that nobody knew about. He seemed to come out of nowhere, scored 18 points a game a couple years ago, and then really took that step up, got paid. Drew Holiday getting traded for three first-round picks was way too much. Still, it was way too much. But they win the championship. He shows he's like Draymond Green with an offensive game from the point guard position. The dude is freakishly strong, especially for how slight he looks. And if you ask how strong he is, ask the backcourt of the Phoenix Suns how strong Drew Holiday is on the defensive side of the ball. Drew Holiday, one of three NBA Holiday brothers. It's amazing. Pretty, pretty incredible. So and Giannis, too. Giannis, too. And then on football side, you've got three Watt brothers. Uh, you yeah. talk about social media. It was J.J. Watt last night. I mean, talk about the body not even cold. And also, you're just <laughs> like, which, which team were you – Rooting for J.J. Watt, but, he, you know, we talk about the excitement now as you transition from Suns to Cardinals. Here's J.J. Watt, hell of a run, Suns. The Valley is heating up, just trying to piggyback the momentum. You, you got to feel it. And as we sit here on a Cardinals podcast, uh, we still don't know. You know, minority Phoenix Suns owner Larry Fitzgerald doesn't get a ring there, as Josh Weinfuss pointed out. Could he potentially come back and compete for a ring at the NFL ranks? We got some insight from Jim Trotter, a very well-respected NFL scribe the other day. We'll get into what Jim said because it's it's pretty fascinating. Larry 
stands on one side of this. And then the Arizona Cardinals are on a completely other side of the spectrum. We'll tell you where the organization stands, where Larry Fitzgerald stands, and then another cryptic tweet from our guy, Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones just continues to fire off emojis and then send the Arizona Cardinals social, their Twitter following into a frenzy. We'll try to uh, diagnose his latest cryptic tweak. And it it pains me to say this, but I kind of agree with Bill Barnwell, the ESPN writer, in his latest article about where the Arizona Cardinals skill position players rank against the rest of the NFL. We'll tell you where they are by the end of this podcast. So let's get into the conversation about Larry Fitzgerald, Alex, because it's it's something it's tough to continue to uh, just advance a story where there's just really no news, no new news the entire offseason like you you can't get anything he's a steel trap larry fitzgerald is yeah um i posed the question because we, we talked a lot about you know early on this was the latest date where he said he was coming back i think it was mid-february mid-march i can't remember i think it was mid-march was the latest that he ever said you know that he ever waited to say that he was coming back and i posed the question bo is there ever going to come a point where this becomes selfish on larry fitzgerald's part is he holding the organization hostage with his decision? Now, we've obviously dissipated from that. That's not the case anymore. But as we preface this before you play the Jim Trotter audio, something he says towards the tail end made me cringe. Okay. It absolutely made me cringe. And this is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. Larry Fitzgerald has been one of the most non-quarterback overrated player overpaid players over the last 3 seasons for his actual performance on the field not talking about leadership not talking about icon status with an organization how much he means pure play on the field Larry Fitzgerald's been overpaid handsomely overpaid and i know you're going to jump into Jim Trotter here momentarily the last thing Jim Trotter says here kind of pissed me off a little bit it's like All right. Why is that still something that we need to talk about with a 38-year-old who's underperformed over the last three years? Well, I, I don't know if that's necessarily fair, but has he been given the opportunity to do what he's paid so handsomely for? I mean, if you look at this, I saw that Larry Fitzgerald, as far as what he averaged in the postseason, 104 yards per game. Like nobody who's played in more than four or five playoff games has averaged more than Larry Fitzgerald in their playoff career. He averaged over a touchdown a game, so he showed up when the when the lights shine the brightest. Sure. Let's get into it, though. I want to hear what you're talking about as far as the Jim Trotter, what he says at the end of this. This is about a minute clip. Jim Trotter joined uh, NFL Network, and he was talking about Larry Fitzgerald. Here's what he said. Well, I reached out to him yesterday and asked him, is there any new news? Has he made any decisions? And he told me no new news. He said he's still not under contract. And I asked, are you seeking to secure a new contract. And he said, I still haven't decided on that. So at this point, we don't know. What I do know is that the organization definitely would like to have him back if he wants to play. They like the energy that he brings to the franchise. They like his presence in the locker room. And here's the key part. They like his ability to make catches in crucial situations. Now, obviously, he's not the same guy he was a decade ago, but in crucial situations, they believe he comes up with plays that they need. So from that standpoint, if he decides he wants to play again, there is a spot for him. But as you know as well, Andrew, money talks in these situations. And Larry Fitzgerald is a true businessman. 
I don't have, I don't disagree with these. Is that what, you t- what you're talking about? He's a true businessman? Up until then, everything 100% agree. We under, like, you and I were pounding the table for Larry Fitzgerald to get more targets last year. It's like the dude's got the best hands in football, probably still. He doesn't need gloves. The dude's been doing it for 15 years and throwing the ball more. But what Jim Trotter, like, and Ken Summers, AZ Central columnist, one of the best in the business, been covering them forever. I'm, we're going to try and get him on the show at some point. Um, yeah. He, his big tagline for Larry Fitzgerald is Larry loves money. Larry loves money. Larry's a true. So when you say that somebody's a true businessman, that means they're not going to take a penny less than what they took the year before, it seems like. And that's the, or something close to that, Bo. Market you can't value. give him, you can't give him more than three or $4 million to come back at this point, in my opinion. And if that's not enough for him and he goes and signs a 10-year deal somewhere else, that's something that could have very uncomfortable conversations permeating through the Valley. That's no longer like, a, you know, oh, Larry, go win a Super Bowl. If he goes to Jacksonville for 12 mil, not saying he will, but that just opens up a different can of worms that we didn't necessarily think we'd get to at this point in Larry's career. I'd right. love to have him back, obviously. No doubt about it. I think. I mean, it would. It would. It would kind of change the perspective or, or perception, I should say, of Larry Fitzgerald more so in the in the corner of Patrick Peterson, where you say all these things, and then at the end of the day, it's just money talks, and that's the only thing you'll listen to. I I think that Larry Fitzgerald has a little bit more integrity than that, and you know, not too much of a knock on P two, but I think that Larry Fitzgerald would, understands that his legacy is worth more and can be worth more in the long run. If he continues to kind of, he would, he would not go sign with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know that's just a, you know, just using them as an example, you know, the lowest tier of the NFL currently. So I, you know, look, I don't think it's a distraction. I, I was surprised to hear from Jim Trotter because it was pretty definitive when he said that the organization would welcome him back with open arms. That they, that they haven't moved on, that it isn't the same as Pat Pete, where they were like, okay, you know what, you know, 10 years, thank you, here's your gold watch, you'll be in the ring of honor in a couple of years, go find, the, go go chase the biggest paycheck you possibly right. can. They still, they still feel like Larry Fitzgerald, on and off the field, brings enough to merit whatever they can conjure up as far as finances are concerned. Um, but... It, it does have to come with the caveat that, look, he has to do it to where they'll have enough money to add guys throughout the regular season. And uh, if somebody becomes available on the trade market because the NFL trade deadline has become so much more active than it once was, that they can add guys to this roster without breaking the salary cap bank with Larry Fitzgerald com- coming back potentially for uh, season, what, 18? Absolutely. No, very well said. I mean, it's true because normally in other sports – once you sign a big money deal, you are a trade asset immediately, regardless of it looks like you are at that point. But the NFL is different to where you're not going to cut fits. You're not going to trade fits. So if you give him $10 million for one year to be the wide receiver three slash four, that's just bad business, in my opinion. And of course you want him back. This isn't a loathsome rant on, you know, an anti-Larry Fitzgerald rant. But man, you there's got to be a middle ground. There's got to be a middle ground if he comes back. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, officially Cardinals season. We're just going to throw that out there a little bit. Uh, 
Diamondbacks, they're about 80 games under 500. I know that they're not they're not playing well. No, they're they're not a good baseball team. Not a good baseball club. I think the over under was 78 and a half to start the season. No kidding. So they might have that, to get two seasons in one to get there. Rough, rough. Uh, that was according to our friends over at Bet Online. Coming up, our guy Chandler Jones can't help himself. Another cryptic tweet, and also we'll get into where uh, I actually agree with ESPN writer Bill Barnwell, the NFL expert. We'll get into what he recently put out, what he published, some interesting work in the Arizona Cardinals and where they stack up as far as their their skill players against the rest of the league. It's all coming up. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Giannis took it home last night. The Phoenix Suns, their season comes to an end. Now you have Major League Baseball. You've got NFL futures. You've got some UFC MMA action. That's what's going to keep you going until the first uh, opening kickoff of the NFL season, which I believe is about 50. Is it 50 days away as of today? Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, mobile device. Check out your great sport, great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. I say sign up bonuses because right now, if you head over to the website betonline.ag or on your cell, you can sign up today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. You put in a hundred bucks, you get fifty free dollars to play around with. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So uh, it, it's like a daily, it feels weekly occurrence that this happens. I'm scrolling Twitter and then what do we see? Chandler Jones, just a, a is that a wry smile emoji? How do you describe that one? A mischievous emoji? Regardless. Mischievous that's what, is a very underutilized word, Bo. I'll, I'll <laughs> stick with mischievous. Okay. What mischievous? Is it, is it yeah. mischievous? <laughs> it's, you're asking the wrong guy as far as pronouncing Mischievous. Right. So we know Chandler Jones. He, the, the, there's obviously been speculation as he enters his contract year, who, by the way, if you were to restructure or sign an extension, it could potentially free up more 2021 salary cap dollars potentially because his, his cap number right now is pretty high. It's like 21, 21 mil. So if they were to sign him to a lucrative extension, they could backload that and push some of the money and have a more team-friendly cap number. Uh, which would open up more money for Larry Fitzgerald. Is that what this means? Does it mean that, uh, you know, he's re- just, he was, it was pre Suns tip off. Maybe he thought the Suns were going to push it to game seven, like Guy Fury saying guns, Suns and seven on Twitter yesterday. I don't know. Any insight on this one? No, I mean, here's the thing with Chandler Jones, Bo. If you extend them, you're not going to be upset like you would have been with Patrick Peterson. And I, I would, you know what, I, like with Patrick, it's like, you know what, play out the last year of your contract, then we'll see, bro. I mean, you haven't shown us much since since 2018. With Chandler Jones, I feel like he's got more carte blanche. He's got more clout with what he's done thus far as an Arizona Cardinal to where if there is a restructure that pivots into a in, into a contract extension to free up some money for Fitz or somebody else, I, you got to be okay with it. You got to be okay with it, right? It's not like he played 16 games last year and had four sacks. Sure, he didn't get off to the quickest start, but who cares? He probably still would have got to double-digit sacks by the end of the season. So do you agree with that, or do you think that that that's playing with fire and you kind of got to see what the dude's got before you give him any more cash? Yeah, I think I'm on the ladder there, actually. Really? Okay. I would like to see, you know, because we just see production at his age in the NFL – 
And this is more like your old school NFL where you'd see guys who hit the big 3-0 and they just their production falls off a cliff. And we did we didn't see a lot of production, sure, albeit five games from Chandler Jones, and the pass rush actually improved significantly without number 55 in the lineup. Uh, but I still think that they're going to be improved. That's going to be an area where you're going to see actually more production. It might not even show up in the in the box score, but you're going to see it as far as opposing quarterbacks under duress way more often with J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones coming after after you. If he has a good season, yeah, I say that if if, if he puts, you know, kind of turns the screws on you guys and, and forces them to negotiate, you know, one final contract for him, I don't know, three, four years and, and some guaranteed dollars, good for him. I'm not going to have a problem with that, but I think as far as doing it right now without knowing what's going to come back after the biceps injury, uh, I don't know if that's good business for the Arizona Cardinals. Well, the one upside of doing it now is you're running unopposed because you're not going to franchise tag him. So then you also have to, you know, you have to compete with, with all the other organizations in the NFL. If you do it now, you give him a two-year extension with 30 more guaranteed. It's not that much. Like, I mean, 30 may be a lot, but like 30 total from where he is. Now, I don't know. Exa- I, I don't, I mean, I'm not uh, Michael Gennetti from spot tracks. I don't know exactly how much money he's guaranteed to make this year out of his base. But if you can, two years is hedging your bet. And the worst comes worst thing that happens is, and what, what we've, what we've seen a lot with contracts nowadays is you have one more guaranteed full year. And then you have an opt out after 2022. Like there are ways to structure it to where, you can hedge your bet if he doesn't play well this year. I just think you're playing with fire because he's going to want a J.J. Watt deal after the end of next season. So if you can get in front of it and just go based on the information you had before last season, which is still you know pretty recent, I would be much more apt to do that than, than gamble, it, 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 at least with me. If you look at the guaranteed money for J.J. Watt, it's about 20. So, you know, 30, it, it might have people gasp. And that's that, that's what Bud Dupree. I'm saying guaranteed, including what he's making this year. Right, right, right. So, uh, but then you look at where J.J. Watt's cap number is this year. Like I said, you could save yourself some money uh, this year and potentially next year when you look at this window. Uh, after this season is, is going to be the first season that Kyler Murray and probably his his representatives are going to start you know knocking on Steve Kimes' office door and saying hey let's let's start negotiating that next contract and that's where you're going to have an, you're going to need a little nest egg so we'll see can you do that can you make Chandler Jones happy while you know putting some pretty big guaranteed dollars at the end of a deal whatever future deal potentially could hold for Chandler Jones. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to our YouTube channel. We appreciate everybody that's listened, everybody that's subscribed. We're making a quick rise to 200 subscribers already. That's fun. Um, also, if you're uh, checking us out just on Apple Podcasts, thank you for tuning in or wherever you find podcasts. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Bo and Alex hanging out with you. One last segment here before we get you on to your rest of your Wednesday. We're going to be talking about Bill Barnwell's latest rankings from ESPN. He took all the skill position players and ranked them for every team in the NFL. Where did the Arizona Cardinals fall? It's actually pretty similar to pretty much every other rankings about the Cardinals this entire offseason. We'll tell you where that is. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.
Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes, models, it's impossible for your local chain of auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. You go to like you go to buy anything for your car, and very rarely do they have it in stock, but there's somebody on their computer choosing the only brand in their warehouse that they happen to carry when you have Rock Auto right there on your computer, on your cell phone. Save time, save money when using Rock Auto. You, why choose to spend 30 50, even 100% more on the same parts from your chain store or car dealership when you can just go to Rock Auto, which is a family business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, your carpet, you spill coffee or whatever it may be, Chick-fil-A sauce, can't get it out, get yourself some new carpet. Am I talking from experience? Of course I am. Go to rockauto.com right now Use and see all the parts available for your car truck. Write Locked On Cardinals on how did you hear about us in the box so they know that Alex and I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Built Bar, one last ad here for you guys telling you about the best tasting protein bar ever. It's not even close. You've got nine original flavors that you can always rely upon. And then you've got limited time flavors, which are always delicious. And right now, that's orange and that's strawberry. And they're here all summer long. Go to built.com, try out which built bar, find out which built bar you think is the best because not only are they delicious and 100% covered in chocolate, they're just as nutritious 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. And you know what? Going on this week, we've got the Olympics. Those guys, their bodies, their temple, they're not going to mess around with what they put there in their body. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the Olympic athletes of Team USA. Go to Built.com. Eat the same protein bars that the Olympians are eating. Use the code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Yeah, get orange. Just trust me. Seriously, just trust me. Trust me. Trust me. It's Trust. it's it's a great. I, I don't know if it, you you wouldn't take two sweet flavors like that, orange and and then sugar, but it is a fantastic combination. I completely agree with you. I was blown away when I first tried the orange flavor. Uh, I, I'm kind of bummed that it's a, it's kind of a limited time flavor. It's like pumpkin spice. Why isn't just around year round? Pumpkin spice uh, should never be around. Those are two different things. It's uh, one of the more popular just flavors right now. I mean, there there are women with UGG boots and flannel on that are waiting in just long lines for just pumpkin spice. Is it like already you, ready? Is it already out? It can't, it's I, too early. It comes out earlier and earlier each and every year, just like Christmas music starting earlier each and every year. All right, last segment here. So Bill Barnwell, just known for being an Arizona Cardinals critic, very rarely has anything nice to say about the organization. And, you know, sometimes he's right. But a lot of times, like his uh, his criticism of the Arizona Cardinals offseason in 2020, uh, their signing of Jordan Phillips and having to get creative with as far as where they're putting the guaranteed dollars, Devondre Campbell, when that defense absolutely needed to be revamped. I uh, absolutely disagree with Bill Barnwell. As far as where he stands with his latest ranking and uh, the position players, the offensive arsenals around the league, uh, I don't necessarily disagree with where he has the Arizona Cardinals. So. To, to kind of give you an idea of what he's writing about here is he's not writing about, you know, the full product, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, the offensive line with Rodney Hudson and all that. He's not taking that into account. He's pretty much just taking 
your running backs, and your your wide receivers and tight ends. The guys that your skill position players, they're going to be out there making the big plays for your offense. And the Arizona Cardinals, we know this, that outside of DeAndre Hopkins, it's the cupboard's pretty bare. Yeah. So Bill Barnwell, I think appropriately ranks them kind of in the middle of the pack, 18th overall. Now, this can certainly change if there's an emergence from Chase Edmonds, if he can take over the RB1 role, uh, I think that will help out significantly. And also you've got uh, that wide receiver two position. If a guy like uh, if A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, you have three guys, one of them has a good season, they probably boost up a little bit more just because DeAndre Hopkins is that good. And they only drafted one offensive player, right? I mean, it was only they, Rondell Moore, right? Michael Manette, the uh, oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. seventh round, that's right. right, the center out of Penn State. Where was he? I, I can't yep. remember where he went to school. He Penn State. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and in, in when I looked at it first, it's. I mean, titles are incredible. You know, the the sticker shock of shock value. You know, offensive, but if you don't put the quarterback in place, it, it makes sense. And really, the fringe guy is AJ Green. Nobody's nobody's expecting him to do anything this year. You know. Nobody's expecting him to do anything. 800 yards receiving would be a win for the Cardinals. I think he's going to get closer to 1,000 if he gets the opportunity, if he, if he stays healthy. And But, yeah, I mean, he's kind of the linchpin in the whole thing because without him, it's DeAndre Hopkins and no running backs, you know, right. that are really hitting the the national you know uh, radar. I mean, I guess that's about right because DeAndre Hopkins is arguably the best. He's the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. If if Bill Barnwell went out there and, and you know was putting all his stock in Chase Edmonds to to actually take the jump this year, I, I think that he would have a lot more uh, people disagree with him than than would agree with him. We know about Chase Edmonds, but not a lot of people know that, and we we don't know if he's capable of taking on all those touches. You know, twenty touches that you would think a bell cow running back would have to take. Uh, here here are a couple teams that they're surrounded by, or here are a couple teams that you would be shocked but it makes sense that are just ahead of them on the list, the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants. And it's like, whoa, whoa now wait a second. But the Broncos, they, they've put some of their draft capital, especially high draft capital in their offense. They've got first-round pick in Jerry Judy. They've got a couple second-round picks in Cortland Sutton, who's coming back from injury. Javante Williams, the talented running back out of North Carolina. Uh, I, you Who know, they traded up to get, right? They traded up yeah. in the second round to draft him. Yeah. I mean, their biggest issue is Drew Locke soaring passes over all their heads. Mm-hmm. And then you've got New York Giants, and you're still saying, yeah, Daniel Jones, I, I, I don't think – I don't think – I think Kyler Murray is probably the only good quarterback coming out of that draft because I've seen Daniel Jones play. He fell down without a defender within 10 yards of him on a – it could have been an 85-yard touchdown run, but they still have Saquon Barkley coming back. They just signed Kenny Galladay. I think uh, Shepard is a, is a pretty good – uh, wide receiver too. Evan Ingram is a decent tight end. You know, I think that as far as pound for pound, their skill positions are just a little bit more well-rounded than what the Cardinals have in DeAndre Hopkins and everybody else. I agree. I agree. Chase, and the interesting thing, Chase Edmonds, I know he was a mid-round pick, and I know he came from Fordham, and Buda Baker came from Washington, but in some respects, Pac-12 guys that play at 9 o'clock at night may as well be from a mid-major because nobody watches them play on the East Coast where it quote-unquote really matters in SEC and, you know, uh, I-95. But Buda Baker was Chase Edmonds until Buda Baker became Buda Baker, 
Like there were still people that texted me again, some of my buddies that have been around football their whole lives. They, who the hell is Buda Baker when they signed, when they signed his big deal. And that's not to say that chase is going to be jumping up to where Buda was, where he pretty much became an all pro guy overnight. It seemed that one hit on Thursday night football against George Kittle put everybody like, Oh my God, who is this kid? Who is this guy? And that's interesting. The Chase Edmonds thing, we'll see. Obviously, it's not that case. But as you mentioned, he's not a national guy yet. But, I mean, he could be a 1,500 all-purpose yard guy away from being that and 10 touchdowns. I mean, it's an it's an interesting comparison because, as you mentioned with Buda Baker, I mean, here's a guy that signed this lucrative deal. Two guys could be, and it'd be on the offensive side of the football, you know, the counterpart to Buda Baker, which would be Christian Kirk and Chase Edmonds couple unknowns guys that have been in the league that are going into contract years that at any point they could have an extension come their way and it's going to make a headline and people are going to be like well we don't know too much about them but the 2021 season it's their chance just like Buda Baker last year and the previous year it's their chance to pop and I, I, they, they certainly have the potential to do so but to putting together week in and week out that's another thing Buda Baker he's done that those guys have to do that yeah, and one Chase is going to get the opportunity. Like, Buddha was forced into it because they needed somebody over the top. And the fact that they drafted him and he started pretty much day one, the Jalen Thompson draft from the supplemental draft was huge, even though it didn't seem like it initially. Chase Edmonds is going to get every opportunity on the planet for the first five or six weeks of the season because they're going to force that bleep down our throat because that's Steve Kimes' plan. It's Chase Edmonds. And James Conner's the backup dancer. So Chase will get the opportunity. You hope that he does. He's a good kid, man. He's one of the better interviews that, that I've done. Him and Buda Baker are really close. Like that was one of the most fun interviews I've ever done was doing it, doing an interview with both of them together. And they're not big in stature, but the right. dudes are absolute animals. Like Chase Evans, just because he's small doesn't mean he can't take a hit. Doesn't mean he can't block. And the same for Buda Baker, obviously, that we've seen. So we hope that, that Chase can jump. We're just hesitant because we haven't seen it yet when he's gotten the opportunity. Do us a favor, like this video on YouTube. Make, you know, it only gives us more incentive to create more of it. We've got our Throwdown Thursday going down tomorrow. Great debate between Alex and myself. A little bit too, uh, for my taste today, too much agreeing. So we're going to uh, disagree on some things. Tomorrow, Johnny Venerable, Revenge of the Birds. He joins us every Friday. And I think we're going to catch up with uh, our guys from 12 News, whether it's... Uh, Cam Cox or, you know, Ryan Cody, guys who have been uh, busy with this Phoenix Suns team, and now they're going to turn their attention to this Arizona Cardinals 2021 squad. We're going to talk to everybody. Uh, Cheerston as well, Suzelle. We're going to talk to her. Can't wait. That's coming up on upcoming editions of Lockdown Cardinals. Mash that like button. Subscribe. We will talk to you tomorrow. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network.